Hello, and welcome to this episode, second recording of uh, Javier's random thing. And what I'm going to do today, probably boring to most people who are going to come across it, is a book review. It's a book that I surprisingly went through and I'd say 24 hours. Mm, I'd say 24 hours and a half. There we go. That's a better estimate. The main chunk of the book, the readable part, the one where most read, is 195 pages. Which is quite strange. Usually I don't read books quite often. Usually it's textbooks half the time. So I don't really have time for books most of the time. But this was more for a class. Also for myself. But let's get to the book. The name of the book. It's called Books. From Writer to Reader by Howard Greenfield. Published by Crown Publishing Inc. Yes. Crown Publishers Inc. From New York. Basically goes from the process of manuscript to editor, copy editor, to making the dies. And to making the dies, which are the ones that put the ink on the page, basically. It's how the pages are folded and how it's what it caught binded. Which is surprisingly quite interesting, actually. I found myself dragged into reading the book up to roundish the production part, which became a slug. Sorry if this might be a bit jarring because I'm doing multiple recordings. Because, as I've said before in my introduction, uh, episode, sorry about that, that was loud. As I said before in my introduction, I am babysitter half the time. Well, I'm just the older brother. Anyways. But, this book, okay, let's get to where I was at. And after the production phase, it gets on to the publishing. So, let's start with the first part. First part is writing, which is, I'd say, quite amazing. Since I kind of aspire to be an author sometime in my life. The introduction, the way it caught, the writer part portion is quite amazing. I, I found it not only confirming some of my own experiences in writing, being an author, being, well, I'm not that much of an author. Most I do is fan fiction or what it caught works that I've never finished in manuscripts left alone. But then, I'd say, really good and the examples left in here are very helpful it shows I'm not being an idiot sometimes when it comes to my stuff so far it's pretty good the next part is about agents shoot okay it's not ripped oh god I would hate if I ripped this this is a library book but it's about literary agents and how agents are pretty good for you. And how to find some. I found this amazing to know. 
and it was really, really informative and dragged me in, because it helped me realize agents are people too, and helped me understand some of the trades and the way how stuff is. Oh boy. Off. Uh, not really much more for me to say, but all I have to say is pretty good. Next part, the publishing house, which basically deals with publishing and publishing houses, and it's pretty nice to know about all this stuff, because these are complete different businesses on their own, making their own money, they have to do their different things, and then, I'm not going to separate this up, the next chapter is basically on decision to publish, and how different companies different publishing places, sort of how they publish, and how they commercially do it, and what they have to do, contracts, stuff like that, pretty lengthy, and how rights are separated up, and it goes on to the editor. Editor turns out to be one of the most important people in the whole process for pretty much any type of book, and it's... Amazing. I I never really had this insight. I always thought editors just fixed your mistakes. These this editor types. It it's quite amazing. Very informative to someone who didn't know much about the industry, just knew people wrote and publishing places made the book. I didn't know all of this different type of stuff. And apparently there's designs. Next up is the illustrator. Someone you've probably, the role that's most important in children's books, where most children's books use pictures to convey a lot of their stuff. Turns out the illustrator can be just as important as the offer, just as important as the offer. And how they work with their art. I used to think they just painted it and then what it caught. The photo thing took it and it copied it onto the paper. But turns out they know a lot more about how to put their stuff together and what to do. And they have to know the precise measurements of the pages and what's happening and they read it. It's awesome. Yeah. If I was more artistic and willing to be an illustrator, I'd be an illustrator. Next up is the copy editor. Now, I didn't know this existed, but I'm happy I do now. The copy editor seems like a very important person. Basically, fixes up any of the mistakes that got oversighted. Basically. Now we're on to the designer. Now, this is 74 pages in. And this drew me in really fast yesterday. I'd say I've got... It's about page 80 or 70. Yesterday, with just in an hour and 18 minutes of going in. It, the way this is written by... What's his name? Howard Greenfield. Yeah, I'm saying that. Greenfe Greenfield. Greenfield. It's missing the I in Greenfield, so I don't. I'm just gonna say Greenfield. Howard Greenfield. The way he wrote it, pretty cool. Also, did I mention the age of this book? This was book was published, 1976, which will become important later when we get to the production spot. Because that's when you can tell how aged this book is. But for the most part, 
This seems like it would hold up. This is now continuing on with the designer, the designer page seventy four. It talks about how uh, word fonts are made in different parts: the ascender, which goes above the main body line, and the descender, like the bottom part of a Y, or and the ascender, basically be the top part of a D. How italics work. Now, different typefaces might be used for different books, and books for the elderly will have higher point, point sizes to make bigger. And for books for more adults, we put down the point size. It's pretty, pretty informative. I didn't know much about this, and how a good page design is pretty good, apparently. I never knew this. A good, and you have to fit everything inside, it has to be the right font everything has to be in the right pages because pages cost a lot of money that's where most money goes to in the production and now we're on to the jacket designer page 91 and apparently jackets seem to be the most if not one of the greatest parts of a book because i used to think it was just some flimsy plastic thing with a flimsy design that basically did nothing for the book because for me I never really was into jackets turns out jackets are used during the selling of a book sometimes they don't even bring the full ja jacket full book out they just bring a jacket and they bring it to the bookstore owners it's amazing and pretty good cover can make or break a book and it's it really seems to go work and how much effort and precision is used in making it because they need to make every single side of it be the exact length of the book when it's fully finished and that's just amazing I mean, everything from the illustrator that adds to that type the would sizing of the names in which to emphasize the title of the offer it's amazing now we start getting into the production which is the production supervisor who starts beginning on the production, the compositor, and this is where the book started losing me. This is where it sort of becomes a slog. Let's talk about these machines from 1976. They might still be used today, I don't know. But it's talking about the slugs, the linotypes, all these different things that are, how do you say, outdated by our standards, from what I can tell. Like, it even has a picture of an IBM Selectric Composer. It's got films. Like, this whole production side of things. Probably like this Woodicott, the way they make... The way with the papers, how they fold all the papers. That, and the perforating, and not perforating, the Woodicott. The binding of the book, that seems... Like, more fitting. Like, not more fitting, but more, how you say? Uh, more relevant to today. Not, once again, I don't know anything. This is one of my first introductions in the industry. And now, now skipping past all that production, we get the proofreader and then mixer. Proofreader. Basically captures all the things and capture 
captures all the things they got through somehow to fix them. Basically that. And the indexer is one of the most important people. Because the indexer can have some complex stuff to index. And they too should be pretty recognized for searching through and finding where everything is. It's really good. Now we get on to the printer. And, and this part slowly lost me again. Because this is by our times outdated technology. Then it starts getting into like the color printer and how they overlay different colors because you know how I talked about how the illustrator knows how this works, right? Earlier? Well, turns out a publisher can only spend so much money on the making of a book and that and that sets requirements on how many colors they can use. So a publisher say sets this budget and they can only have this many colors. So an artist can, an illustrator, makes different layers with different amounts of color for each one. And we're using color charts, knowing how stuff fits together. They can make a pretty good looking finishing illustration. Just from different slides, different intensities of color. It's pretty cool. Using color printer too. Then once again, it sort of lost me. Because I'm not really into sort of that type of stuff. Now we got colors, but that's all the stuff. Now binding, which I mentioned earlier, which basically separates at the time adhesive binding and binding using cotton or nylon. Now we're going on to the next chapter. Which is 168 pages in. From warehouse to the bookstore. So. It talks about how. Salesmen. Get their sales at sales meetings. Those There's two separate sales meetings. The one in Whittaka. Uh, the one for fall. The one for spring. The one for fall is usually made during the summer. The one for spring is usually made during December. Basically saying what books are going to be published, when, blah, blah, blah. And they have to basically sell it to bookstores and librarians. And probably give it to reviewers. I believe that comes next. But uh, they try not to oversell it to bookstores. Because bookstores can return their books. And get money back if it doesn't sell. And then from bookstore to reader, which is our next chapter... And one of the last chapters, I believe, it's how they advertise books and they send it out. Pretty interesting. This one actually kept me reading for quite a bit. Nothing really I could spoil. And then the final thing, which is amazing afterward on page 195, just before the glossary, is this. I'm not going to say it word for word. But it basically says, for all the effort put into these books, we must not let all of our tasks blind us to what, we're, to what this industry is trying to do. This is all about the books and the story they bring to readers and the story that lights up within us. 
and that's amazing. This book, overall amazing. It lost me a bit in production, that's because I wasn't so much interested in it. But everything else, from the editing and everything, kept me reading for over 20, for 25 hours off and on. Even at school. I'd say, for any beginning, beginning, beginning offers, to read this out. Read off the spots they're more interested in. They, they can skip production if they want. But... I'd say it might still hold revel relevancy today. It might not be sold so many places anymore. But it might not even be sold at all anymore. It was just in my school's library. Title once again. Books from Writer to Reader by Greenfeld. Howard Greenfeld. If I had to give it a scale of between 1 and 100, I'd give it a scale of, huh, I'd give it a scale of 80 out of 100, 80, 85 out of 100, it's pretty good, that's all I have to say, it's, it's informative, I understood it pretty well, it it was very interesting. It was written amazingly. And using this guy's experiences, which this was based off of, it's amazing. The only thing that really sort of slogged the reading was the production. That was all I ever had a problem with in this book. <laughs> Let me mind you, I just finished this book around, I'd say, less than... Yeah, 30, 40 minutes ago. That's how compelling this book was to make this review. And if it's still selling out there, probably on Amazon, somewhere like that. I highly suggest for any aspiring offer to read it. It fits all your needs. Well, most of your needs. If, it's, if you want an overview of how the industry works... If, or you want somewhat in-depth looking into how the industry used to work back in 1976, this is the book for you. Once again, 85 out of 100. I won't be doing book reviews all the time, just when I'm really into a book. Hope you all have a great day. This has been Random Podcast. Look forward to see you someday in the future.